is Nadia with Be The Boss Podcast. On our podcast, we talk about how to become your own boss physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. That's right. On Be The Boss Podcast, you can reach out with your questions and topics, and we'll talk about it. In other words, you reach, I teach. So make sure you write in and leave your comments below. You don't got to be the man. But you can always be the boss. Check one, two, one, two. Tampa, Florida. How we doing today? I hope we're having a good morning. We're over here live. Uh, this is the anime here with... Naughty Light. Oh, you said Naughty Light this I time. I did. Okay. I did. Naughty we're switching it up. <laughs> <laughs> we have a wonderful surprise for you guys today, all right? We, we're, we're here with the wonderful and magnificent Fabrizio. Well, thank you. Thank you for having ah, me. I said it right this time. You right? said it good. You said it good. <laughs> AKA Fab the Vegan, all right? Yes, He's one of the up-and-coming entrepreneurs in the Tampa Bay area. Anything you need, go to my man. He'll take care of you, all right? Awesome. So, Fabrizio, can you yes. uh, tell me a little bit about yourself? All right. What am I? Um, I have um, I'm 57 years old. Allegedly. The Alleg- guy allegedly. 27, man. We do not believe his age <laughs> at all. We need some ID on this one. Like. All right, all right. Well, thank you, guys. Uh, I have a Marvel and Granite restoration business. Okay. I've been doing that since 1985, but I opened my business in Florida in the year 1999 or 2000. Mm. And my two sons run that business now. I have a son that's 32 and a son that's 24. And they're running the business now. And we just opened a showroom in Tupper Springs. Wow. Right. And, uh, and they're doing very well. Very happy for them. And uh, I also have something else that I'm, uh, that I'm pursuing. Not pursuing, but I'm actually very involved. It's, uh, f- I go by Fab the Vegan, and I assist people in going more plant-based because going plant-based helped me a lot. I have lost tons of weight mm-hmm. and um, reversed diabetes, arthritis, mm-hmm. obesity, age. Thank you. Literally. <laughs> Vampire status. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> So I'm very passionate about it. So I, if I can help somebody, I will, no matter what. I don't charge, I don't do anything. I just, and my, my goal is to do a lot of public speaking, promoting a plant-based lifestyle. And of course, exercise. Mm. Of course. They go hand in hand. I, I love it. We got two vegans in the house. Oh, yes. I'm over here still e- eating meat. I feel, I feel <laughs> terrible. We, we're trying to get it right. We're working on we it. Don't <laughs> we're working on it. Little by little. <laughs> little by little. We're chipping away. Mostly, mostly, almost. I, I, I've narrowed it down to like one time a day. So Awesome. Yeah. See, that's good. That's beautiful, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, no, no need to go cold turkey, man. Just yeah. take your time. Life is a journey. You know? Exactly. Nice. It took me a year and a half to go. Totally vegan. Wow. Yeah, I started. I mean, the first, and I and like I tell people, you know, it took me 50 years to get where I'm at. My health, everything, very bad, obesity. It's gonna take me a little time to get healthy. Right. So I I knew that already off the bat. I didn't go on no 21 day plan or 30 day plan of summer body <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> and I just said, you know what? I'm just gonna you know do it little by little. And the first thing I removed was dairy, of course, because dairy promotes a lot of yeah. you know inflammation things. And I had diabetes, so it was real bad. So little by little, and in the course of a year and a half, I removed little by little. I went to pig, to cow, to chicken, to fish, shellfish, all the way to the last thing I gave up was eggs. Mm. And after I, I after I removed eggs, three months later, I said, okay, let me see where I'm at. I was still exercising. I was still drinking a lot of greens, a lot of fruit, a lot of beans, things like that. And I got my blood work, and honestly, this is what the doctor said. My physician that had already for all those times, since I, I was uh, diagnosed with diabetes in 07. So here we are, 2014. Mm-hmm. And she goes to me, I need to talk to you about your blood work. I said, oh, uh-oh. 
Because what happened was, as my number, I used to check. Now, religion has checked my blood after every meal. So I knew if I could take the, um, to take medicines or not, you know? So I, I took my medicine religiously, religiously if I needed it. And all of a sudden, so I had stopped taking the medicine. And I said, oh, you know, was, I don't know what I did. And she goes, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what it is, but I see no signs of diabetes. Wow. I was like, yeah. She goes, whatever you're doing. She goes, if more people did what you did, they won't need us. She was honest. I was like, okay, great. Wow. And she goes, you could take the prescription she want. You don't have to because you don't really need us. I ain't taking no prescription. And that was That's it. Crazy. And that was a and that was a three months I got my blood work after I removed eggs. So by that time it was totally plant based. And having been in med- having that was twenty four mid twenty fourteen I think because I haven't been on medicine since then. You know what's crazy? I've seen the documentaries, you mm-hmm. know, and I just never know what documentaries. I mean, they were very convincing, but you're a real-life testament. Thank you, thank you. Your story is exactly what I saw in those documentaries. Yeah. I went vegan for a completely different reason. Right. I was just curious, and I felt great, so I was mm-hmm. like, all right, that was it. It was yeah. nothing. It yeah. wasn't about animals. It was nothing yeah. special. Yeah. I just tried it, liked it, and I just stuck yeah. with it. Me, I was 50, diabetic. I had arthritis, I had all this issues. All this. Like I was telling uh, Nadia earlier, at 47, I had a mild heart attack also. Whoa. Yeah. At 37? At 47. 47. Right before 50. So I, they had that thing on my heart, whatever that thing, just to check my pulse. And all through the night, I had surrounded with people that were in the 80s and 90s. I'm over here 47. Call blue, call red. Well, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was, oh, my God. But That's it still insane. didn't click into three years later. Mm. You know, they released me and everything. They gave me, of course, some... Pills, everything, painkillers, whatever they give you at that time. And yeah, then at 50 is when I just, some, I like just bam. You know, so, so that's why, that's one of the famous quote that I like from the movie Shawshank Redemption. He says, get busy living or get busy dying. Mm. I got busy living. I was already dying. So every day we make a choice, either we're going to get busy living or we're going to get busy dying. There's no, there's no great line. There's no middle ground. You so know, you, you know. You must be a life coach, right? Huh? You're like I, I, I try to educate people. I try to, and uh, my thing is, I'm, I'm, I don't want to be like a life coach, life coach, because I don't. I want a year from now when people are losing weight or reversing diabetes or they're feeling good about themselves. I don't want them to say, "Wow, if it was Fab helped me all along." I want them to say, "Yeah, Fab led me, but I did it," mm-hmm. because it's about taking your power back. Because once you take your power back, you can do anything you want in life. Yeah. You don't have to rely on, sh- on powders, on wraps, on anything that the market selling. Once you rely on yourself and you take your power back, you become the big I am, boom, it's all about you. And from there, you could take anything. You could be an entrepreneur. You could make billions of dollars if you want. That gave me goosebumps. That did. That's literally, yeah. in my opinion, the essence of entrepreneurship. And I know we're talking about diet and lifestyle, but right. everything you just laid out as a foundation about taking your power back, taking control of your life, making your own decisions is literally why why anyone should be an entrepreneur. That's why I'm doing it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because you don't want... The society today dictates how we're supposed to live. We're supposed to mm-hmm. go to college, get this job, work for 40 years, get a plaque, mm. and then retire. And by the time you retire, you're too sick. Don't forget to pay it back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Too tired, <laughs> exhausted, or you yes. get a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Or I've heard so many stories of people. He was just a year away from retirement, and he died. Passed away. 40 years at one job, dedicating your whole life. 45 hours a week would do that to you, man. Exactly. It really will. It's exa- and we're taught this. I mean, the yeah. whole, all of society teaches yeah. us this from 
high school, middle school, elementary school. Be, from day one. What do you want to? What do you want to be? Yeah. You can't yeah. say I want to be an entrepreneur. I'm like, no, yeah. like a career. Yeah. And it's yeah. it's amazing yeah. that that is coming to light now. Oh yes, well, I think we live in a totally new era, and I'm glad. And I'm glad to be part of it too. You know, it's like John Lennon said that they always ask me in school what I wanted to be when I grown up. When I grow up, nobody ever asked me if I wanted just to be happy. Mm-hmm. That's right. what John Lennon said. Oh yeah, and Wait, it's true. Yeah, he said uh, I wanted to be happy, and they said, um, "I don't think you understand the question." The question. Yeah. He said, I don't think you understand life. Yes, yeah. I understand life. That's yeah. amazing. I, I love John Lennon. Oh, oh my God, it's like, I and you know, he music. was talking that back in the '60s. Yeah. You know, 70s, you know what I mean? It's like... Hashtag woke. People, you know? I think in every generation, people have known, but yeah. not everyone has gotten the voice. Oh, yeah. But in our generation, with yeah, this people. platform, and everyone can go on the internet whenever they want, anyone yeah. can start a podcast, be heard. It's, it, it's amazing. What I see today is amazing. Like, I grew up through the 80s, not, you know, 80s, 90s. I was doing my, you know, busting my butt, you know, <laughs> to open my business, mm-hmm. you know, in the 90s, and it was tough. Two thousands are tough, and, and then when I see people today, and they're not active in social media, free advertisement, promoting mm. yourself, your brand, whatever. I'm like, back in my day, we were doing yellow pages. Mm. Oh, I remember ads, that. Bench ads, <laughs> newspapers, yeah. newspapers, mm-hmm. and hopefully somebody saw it. And the back in the, I was paying for a bench ad in Tampa in the late '90s, and it was like two hundred fifty dollars a month. Now we're talking twenty years ago. And I had to That's invest funny. yellow pages to advertise in Tampa alone. I think it was like $200 easily. And if you didn't pay your bill, they cut your, because by then you had to have a business line, mm. not a regular line. It had to be a business. So you had to pay another line. Mm. All this stuff. By the end of the day, you didn't make no money. And today we got so much options. You got networking events. Mm. You got podcasts. You got social media. You got all these outlets. I don't yeah. I, I'm just sitting. That's why I'm very active social media. Because I know. I see you everywhere, man. Uh, I keep yeah. running into this guy. I'm like, do you sleep, man? Like, how are you still here? <laughs> Sorry, it's the plants you that know? keep me up. Keep me up. <laughs> the plants keep you up? Uh, plants. So the sun time. comes up. Oh, yeah. I'm like this. <laughs> Charged up. You, you know what is beautiful is that, because, you know, I see a lot of my friends that I grew up with, you know, they're my age, and, like, they're done. It's like they're already waiting to get the retirement check and go somewhere off and die. I'm like, I'm just starting. No man. way, man. No way, man. No, no way. way. And you know, and the thing is, I, I feel blessed and I'm very humble that, like, look, I met beautiful people like yourselves. If I never would have started my journey of being active and made that decision to live, I never would have met you guys. I would have robbed myself from great people and great memories. Mm. You rob yourself. Every time you take a bite of something that's toxic for you, you rob yourself of future memories. Mm. Like, mm. you know, I have two granddaughters. A quick story, um, about four months ago, my um, oldest granddaughter, she came to my house to visit me, and she says, Papa, come out, Papa, come out. She talks to her a little bit. I didn't know what she wanted. And um, so she went to show me because she had started running. Aww. So she comes and Papa, Papa. So I know she wanted to run, yeah. So I, I'm behind her, I'm running. <laughs> and then she turns around, I let her in the front. Oh, my God, you're so fast. You know, but I'm running with her down the block and up down the block. And my son took a little video, and then he sent it to me. And... Um, and literally, when I received the video, tears came to my eyes. That must have been beautiful, man. I, I was like, because I saw myself running. I saw myself healthy. If I never w- would have made a decision in 2013 mm. to, to be healthy or to exercise or take better care of myself, when my granddaughter would have came in, I would have been so obese, I would have to tell her, no, Papa, sit down and watch you because Papa, you know, is too tired. Mm. I would have robbed myself of memories because I wanted to enjoy the burger that I knew wasn't no good for me. 
So we rob ourselves. Nobody, yeah. nobody else to blame. We rob ourselves of memories and things. Now my granddaughter, when she gets old, she remember, oh, I remember when, when uh, grandpa ran with me. Oh my God. What a so, memory. He was already. And then she'll go like, yeah, she'll go like this. Boy, homeboy was almost in his sixties. he was running with me. Because <laughs> you're doing on them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but you're setting up all your future generations for success. Exactly. Because you're leading by example. They're yeah. setting better choices, yeah. and they're going to be healthier longer. From the head down, man. R- yeah. Running with their grandkids exactly. when they're 60. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's really what yeah. life is about, and, yeah, right? and, my, and my younger son, he also went vegan. He lost like 30, 40 pounds. Wow. My oldest daughter also is vegan. The, boy, uh, the husband and wife are vegan. My granddaughters are vegan. I only got one. Well, I got one son. He says he's going down with the ship. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I said, all right, we'll yeah, wait. It's, it's noble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, you know, okay, we'll see. I go, I was your age too, you know. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's, we, say, we live by example. We set examples. And for me, you know what that's saying that I, I posted a while ago. He said, you know, uh, what is it? We plant trees that we're never going to enjoy the shape of, you mm. know. And that's what I want. Because at two, three generations from now, I'm going to have a healthy family, lawyers, doctors, or whatever they are. Whatever. Longevity. Longevity. You know, they're going to they're enjoy life. So I already, like I tell my kids, you're, they, they run my business now. I already pay the price. You don't have to no more. Now you go to the next level. Because mm. in every generation, somebody's got to pay the price. And a lot of generations don't better themselves because nobody's willing to take the, pay the price. Mm. Everybody wants to enjoy life and say, well, I deserve You know, really, we don't deserve anything. You know? Right. We just deserve to be a good example, to a good father, a good wife, a good husband, whatever it is. Enjoy life and set the momentum for the next generation. They can look back and say, you know what, that guy was it's a little crazy, but you know, he was right. <laughs> he was right. a little crazy. Very <laughs> true. Yeah. So that, that that's my goal. That's what I'm trying to that's what I'm trying to produce for the next generation. So you know? I, I hear that entrepreneurship spirit in you and it's strong. Like I've never yeah. seen someone talk like everything you say, even yeah. if you're not talking about business, you're yeah. talking about business. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So you're an entrepreneur in life. Thank you, thank you. And I thank can you. appreciate, appreciate that. It. Thank so, you, where does that come from? Do you have any inspirations, any heroes, anyone you admire? My biggest, biggest aspiration is my mom. I can relate I, I, to that. Yeah. I, um, I didn't grow up without a father. I, I grew up without a father. My mother raised six of us. You know, she came, uh, we were born in South America. My mother, uh, you know, she had, to, uh, she had to leave my father because my father was very abusive. And she, came, she had six of us, a little lady in her 30s, four foot ten. <laughs> my God, she's a little lady from South America. She came over here with my oldest daughter. She came in uh, 1969, right, with her daughter. She got the residency. And then two years later, in 1971, she sent for my, myself and my youngest sister. A year later, she sent for my other brother and my other sister. And then she sent for my other brother. So every year she wow. was hustling. She didn't come That's here amazing. for boyfriend. She didn't come here nothing. She hustled, hustled, hustled. And she, in a matter of five years, she had all of us already under one roof that she was mm. renting. We, we, we lived in Brooklyn. And then when Brooklyn got a little too crazy, she moved us to Queens. Now, mm. Queens by that time in uh, Woodside, Queens in 1972, beautiful place. She moved us there. Mm. And she worked 12 hours a day, six, seven, six days a week. You know, things like that. And this brings me back to a good memory and why I, I teach people that food has nothing to do with weight, has nothing to do with, um, you know, obesity. The food has a lot to do with memories, and that's why we're very attached to food. Right. Now, my mom used to work till Saturday. So Saturday, she, she used to work like three blocks away in a, uh, ironing clothes in a factory. That's what she did. Mm. And she used to come home, walk by past a supermarket. She used to buy groceries eggs and things like that for the next day, 
you know, bake and things like that. Mm. And she, the next day, me, I was a chubby kid, you know. <laughs> so I could hear in the bedroom, my mom already Sunday morning cooking breakfast. I used to oh. smell the eggs. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I'm talking like Spanish stuff with scallions and all this stuff, you mm -hmm. know, cilantro, tomato. Mm. I mean, I'm yeah, like that. that's a good one. Yeah, and she used to put a little milk in. I mean, this thing was fluffy. I mean, and me, you know, I was a chubby kid. I'm smelling. <laughs> all I waited for mom, like, come on, come and get it, you know. Yeah. And sure enough, you know. And you know, it's a Latin household. My mom used to get all the girls up, and the guys used to always sleep because you know mm -hmm. that's how it was back then. Same thing with Haitians. Yeah, you know. So <laughs> my mom, spoiled. okay, come and get it. I used to go there. I used to, oh my god, I loved it. So okay, so here it comes. So the eggs brought back those big memories. So that's why it was so hard for me to give up eggs mm. because I thought that I separate. I had to separate the eggs from the memories. Mm -hmm. And I teach people, no, you could keep the memories but leave the unhealthy food, especially mm -hmm. if you're diabetic or you got some kind of illness. So I, I released the egg, but I kept the memory. Mm -hmm. And to there this day, go. I still make, I still smell the bacon, I still smell the thing, but it's a good memory. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with food anymore. You see, that's, that's why good. a lot of land people, every Christmas time they come, they like the pork, the pernil, and things mm -hmm. like that, because that's what grandma used to do. It. That's home. That's, a mob, right. that's home, exactly. But I tell people, you know, we live in a different time now. Keep the memories, mm -hmm. but you don't have to have the food especially in this time, you know, that we know more. And the animals that were eating 100 years ago, 50 years ago, 20 years ago, it's not the same animals we were eating today. Yeah, they were more natural. They, you know, now, they were more, you know, maybe farm or whatever, mm -hmm. but now it's a business. Right. Now, yes. now it's totally Bottom different. Line. Bottom line, it's a business. For as little as possible. Yeah, before, you know, it was a little different. A lot of times, even back in the country, we raised our own chickens, mm -hmm. you know. I remember, remember, you know, mom went to uh, my aunt, she used to tell me, okay, which one you want? I actually picked it out. Same thing in here. Uh, yeah, and she, and she used to. Farmer. And, Brush, yeah, exactly. Brush, and Brush and, Brush and, Brush and Brush then back well. then, they, and you know, they, they're so quick, I think, okay. That's <laughs> it, yeah. I mean, but so I teach people, listen, keep the memories. But let's try to keep away, because even our greens and things like that, we got to be so careful because it's not the same greens like before. Our soil is so degraded. degraded. That's nutrients is wrong. Mm -hmm. right. Back then, we didn't have to worry about B12. Mm -hmm. But now we have to because the soil, the soil is, even if we take if we dirt from the ground, we still are not going to get our B12. Even yeah. cows get B12 shots. And, yeah. And that's even crazy. And that's, right. Exactly. I take a vitamin B yeah. every day. But and also we started doing like at my house we do our own farming a little. Mm -hmm. We mm -hmm. have like greens that grow I, and I, things I that, that. are cool. harder to yeah. get in stores that are good. We grow them ourselves. Yeah. Because then we can fertilize it naturally and Ex we know where it's coming exactly. from. And every day I go like yeah, snip some kale and some spinach exactly. and make and a little salad. And if we could learn that to do that all as we have to. Yeah. As residents of this yeah. planet. It is, you should know how to grow your own food. Yeah, you should. You, even if you don't do it, you should know how to. Exactly. I think it's the future. Exactly. Yeah. And, the, and, and, the, fun. and the problem is, what happens here, that's why um, it's so important to, um, when you're an entrepreneur, you got to leave that poor man's mentality out. Because we, we blame um, with successful people or rich people, we want to call it, for a lot of things. And those people have earned their money. They've done their studies, they invested, whatever they did. It doesn't matter. I even have, I even have, uh, I have a lot of props for even Scarface for the movie. <laughs> he came a little Cuban from nowhere, out in a boat. He came to Miami, he saw a chance, he took it, he became the biggest one. No matter what, if he, whatever he did. Right, right. But that's how we do. Because once you taste it real, how to be really poor, there's no end to what you can do. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, so I know a lot of people, even like I know wealthy people, because I, I do a lot of marble you know, grounding work. So all the homes I'm in, they're multimillionaires. I have this customer, he's 
got a lot of money, millionaire. But yet he's, he grows his own things on the back. Mm. You know? Yeah. He's got his own little yeah. thing farm, and he goes out there and cut. Because as poor people, with poor man's mentality, we think that that's only for poor people. No, that's for health. That's for everybody. Yes, you're right. Man. I've you know? actually noticed people in higher income families yeah. are more likely to have yeah. gardens and yes. fruit trees yes. and tr do their own farms and have their own little chickens and yes. do their own thing because they understand yes. that the industries are set up for us yes. to fail. It is an mm -hmm. industry. It is a market. People yeah. are marketing it. Yeah. People are pushing it. Yeah. Even Whole Foods, those products that are there are not always top grade or good. They're filled with nitrates and chemicals yes, yes. And, because that's the only way to grow it really yeah. now. And, and they understand and That's why I always say, don't hate, duplicate. If <laughs> you like see it. somebody successful, I'm, I'm, I'm very verbal. So when I go, when I was like doing my best, whatever, I, used to, I used to ask uh, you know, customers in the marble business, mm. why do you get so much money? For, for <laughs> I'm very forward, you know, and they got to do it, you know. But I go, they go, no, you know, I did this, I did that, I did this. I said, okay, good. And I learned and I listened and shut up. And I listen, I said, okay, I may not be able to do that, but I can do this. And that's as entrepreneurs, we have to learn. Listen, just shut up and listen. If somebody's making it, shut up and listen. Yeah. And that's what I did. And, that, and I used to, when I first started, okay, I always had the entrepreneurial mind, that's what you call it. When I was working for my, a company in New York uh, back in the 80s, I used to always watch my boss how he did business. Since I didn't go, I didn't have no male figure, father figure, nothing. He was like more like a father figure to me. And I used to watch him do his business and how he carried himself. And I still do it to this day. He mentored me so much, he doesn't even know it. <laughs> yeah? Because I used to watch it because I always knew I was going to have my own business. Because mm -hmm. I knew I wasn't going to be doing this, you know, the other stuff, the nine to five stuff. So I watched him. And I used to ask him questions. I used to say, hey, you know, hey, boss, because uh, I just call him boss. Because, how you get that job? You know, I'd be curious. Like, you know, I saw him talk. He goes, you know why, Fabrizio? He goes, when you go to a lady's house to do a testament, don't talk about business. Compliment her in the house. Oh, my God, beautiful curtain. Beautiful carpet. Beautiful. Once you establish that, he goes, you got the meeting out of your hands. He goes, so whatever price you say, they're going to go for it because you like the house. Mm. And I still do it to this day. And I told my kids to do that. And we go That's to homes. Right. I mean, these homes are beautiful. So I mean, right. they're beautiful, but... But you got to get personal with them. You, you, you know, it's not all about business. Even there, you're there for an estimate or whatever. It's not about business. You got to bring the human element. That's you the have, important You got to stay part. human. Always. You got to stay human. You got to. So when you start being all about numbers and yeah. mechanical, oh don't, no, don't and people can, can and people can read that. Yeah, right. yeah like they don't my, want it. They don't want it. They're yeah. like, okay, thank you. I'll See call you next you. time. I'll call you. Next time, yeah. You can leave your card. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. And I've learned that through years. I mean, I've been doing this for so long, so I learned how to be like. You know, and I'm teaching that to my sons, too. I love know? it. That's the yeah. same thing I do. Anytime I'm working with someone for branding or anything or yeah. you're interested, I don't talk to them about branding or marketing or mm -hmm. how much they charge. Mm -hmm. I just find out what their brand is, what they're trying to do, why they're doing it. And then right. I just talk to them about their goals in yeah. life. And that's, that's it. it. Because then they know you're interested and you're invested in them as a human, not just, mm -hmm. oh, I want to get this contract and pass you off to exactly. someone and exactly. never talk to you yeah. again. So, that, yeah, it's yeah, always about the personal connection. Yeah, it's just keep it personal, keep it human, like you said. And That's literally, I've always been hesitant about calling myself an entrepreneur for that reason alone. Mm -hmm. So I'll say I had my, one of my two jobs I've ever had in life. I worked at Verizon. I was the lead salesman for the, if I worked there for a year, nine of those months I was the lead salesman. And the reason why is because I never tried to sell anything. 
I literally found out what everyone wanted, and I made it happen. <laughs> I never pitched. I just talked to everyone. Yeah. I got to know them, and they just, just they, they'll call and be like, hey, can I speak to this guy? It's like, it doesn't work that way. I can scale on the phone, man. They want to talk to you. Yeah, yeah. Like, what do you mean? Oh, yeah, what's up? How's your kids? Yeah, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it's all about relationships. People, about, people relationship, matter, yeah. man. Yeah, relationship before business. Facts. I would say that. You know, like, I, like I, I, I go to a lot of networking events. I said, what do you do? I go, I don't know. I was just passing by, so a party I walked in. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a gig. I said, yeah, but if you want to know what I do, this is what I do. You know? mm. But I keep it, you know, because I'm not there. I'm really there to create uh, people to get to know me, mm. you know. And when people get to know you, they'll do business more with you. And I learned that myself because I'm in mean, every day, like, with us, too. It's, not, it's no longer about what's the better price. It's just that person going to take care of me. Mm-hmm. Is that person going to be there when I shoot her a text or shoot him a text or give her a call? Is she going to pick or he going to pick up? Or is I going to go through voicemail? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Right, right. So, that's a big difference. That's a big difference, you know? So as an entrepreneur, um, and you've been an entrepreneur for your whole life from your story, what are the biggest hurdles that you've seen and you've faced just in day-to-day? Yeah. The biggest hurdle, I think, that I face has nothing to do with the outside world. I think the biggest hurt is uh, when you decide to do something for yourself, you're going to have people that are coming at you and tell you you can't do it. Mm. And mostly, the sad part is mostly people that are close to you. Mm. Always. Always. So those are the biggest hurt. If you can overcome that and step away in, if, from your feelings, even if it's family, because most of the time it's, it's family, family. <laughs> you know. And uh, so when I, st- when I started, all my, all my siblings went to college. I never did college. Um, even my mom used to tell me, oh, you should get a job like your brothers and sisters and that. I go, mom, it's not for me. So you, that's the biggest hurdle you fight. It could be the people closest to you. But if you can overcome those things and just stick to your dream, stick to the goals that you want for yourself, it may not pay off the first two, three, four years, but in the long term, you'll be where you want to be. And mm-hmm. that's what's key. Mm-hmm. It's not about. It's not even about making a million dollars by the time you're 30 or 40. It's about waking up one morning, being excited to go do the thing you love. Being happy. You're a winner right there. Mm-hmm. If you could go out and get paid, even get paid for the things you love, forget about it. That's the best thing. <laughs> but if you're making six figures and you hate what you do, it's not worth it. It's right? not worth it. I can vouch for this. Fabrizio is, is a walking advertisement. You look at this guy, he's always glowing, he's always positive, he's, well, you know you, he you. wants to be where he is. He's, he has the el pasión. <laughs> he has a fire, man, and it's, oh, yeah. he thank lives you. what he wants to do. Man. Thank so, you, thank you. Yeah. That's thank something you. you can't coach. It's something you really have to just find and be within yourself. Yeah, And live it, you know, and live it, and just find it within yourself and live it, and just be courageous to live it. Doesn't matter what people say or whatever, just be yourself and you know you're gonna you're gonna attract the right tribe and your tribe is gonna support you and build you up. Mm. Really? Yeah? Yeah. And I've met a lot of people through networking. I really have, and mm-hmm. I've been networking for maybe um, three, four years in Tampa. Mm-hmm. I I haven't met someone I remember as well as you. <laughs> well, I really thank you, haven't. Thank you. Well likewise. Yeah. yeah. I mean every time I think of anybody, I'm like Fabrizio, that's the answer. Let me call Fabrizio. And it's everything, your style, your name, and just your passion for it. Thank you, thank you. Just like Fiz said, it's awesome. It's awesome. I appreciate it. And one thing I I would like to say is what I, you know, we we, we started a podcast, and we wanted to interview people and learn how, what what was behind their mind, behind being an entrepreneur, like Mm -hmm. what were their methods, what were their, like what got them into it, what gets them up in the morning. But for me, I I was always like, I want to have interviews with people who, we don't have any questions. We just find out what makes them go, and they just take off. 
Right. And the second we opened the mic, <laughs> you just had so much. You had so much fire. You just, we didn't have to ask you a single thing. You, just, you had so much to share. Well, thank you, thank you. And thank that's you. the kind of interviews I yeah. want. Ones with people, yeah. just human beings. And that's you're not about be. business. You're not about that. Is your business? Being that human is. is your business. Oh, great. well said. I like. That. I appreciate yeah. that. I, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you. Have anything else you want to ask? Yeah. I mean, um, what makes you happy? That's, um, that's a good question. I want to know that. What makes curious. me happy? Yeah. What makes you happy? In order to be truly happy, you have to be unhappy. Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Once you're unhappy, you know what happiness is. Mm. Which means that I went through a lot of years sick and a lot of drama in my life. And I knew, like I tell people, a lot of people say, wow, you got all these ages. You're always out. I go, I resurrected from the couch. I was on <laughs> the couch for 20, 30 years. Mm-hmm. I'm not going back to that couch. I'm well okay. rested. <laughs> okay. I'm well rested, exactly. Yeah, right. I got my beauty sleep. I got my beauty sleep, and now I know what it is to be unhappy, to be insecure, to be in places where I don't want to be. So now when I'm sitting here with you guys, right now is where I want to be, and I'm happy. I'm not thinking what I'm going to do tonight or tomorrow, but right now at this point, that's what you got to concentrate. Right now, where you at, are you happy? If you're happy, then be happy. That's all the energy you need. You don't have to worry about tonight, tomorrow. That's all you energy. And if you surround yourself with great people like as yourselves, I was going to be happy. And I know what it is not to be happy. Mm-hmm. I pay the price, you know. So I don't want to go back over there no more. And I tell people, a lot of people say, oh, you know, you look young, you look this, you look that. But I'm 57. I'll be 57 in May. So I'm this close to 60. I'm pushing <laughs> my fingers. A couple of years, I'll be 60. I mean, I look it. But in my mind, in my soul, in my life experience, I'm 57. I've been through the ringer and back. So I said to myself, even, I always say it's a, anything over 75, 80 is a blessing. Mm. If the good Lord calls me, whoever calls me or whatever, okay, cool. I think anything after that is a blessing. So here I am. I got, let's say, another 20 years of life, let's just say, mm-hmm. if I'm granted a long or more. Why am I going to waste it being, living a life I don't want to? Being tired. Being tired. Mm. Why am I going to waste 20 years of what I have left being miserable, being not happy? And if I can live this world making other people happy and make them feel like you can do something, why not? I've already been there and done that. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm 57, so i got a lot of history behind me. So here I am. So even if I live to 100, yeah, it's cool. cool. You know what I mean? If, if, If tomorrow something happens, I'm not here, I know that I can look back and say, you know what, even wherever I'm at, I say, you know what, the last three, four years, five years, they were good years. And I was able to inspire people, even in my death, to say, you know what, Fab shows the way, Fab the vegan shows the way, let's just be happy. Boom. That's all it takes. It's not about money. It's not about how much money I leave or what it's how much happiness you leave behind. How you make people feel, like they say. You know? I've been there, so I pay the price, so I know what it is to feel like crap. You know, I've been there. Like I told you, I had a heart attack. I was obese. I was sitting on the couch doing nothing because I deserved to rest because I was a hard worker. And here I am, you know, 300 plus pounds, you know? And I was already great to lose my business because of my food choice and my dietary. I was so, I didn't do anything. You know, it's like stagnant water after a while, it starts smelling. So around people, people, people with good energy will realize that you're stagnant water and you're like, that guy kind of smells. You get a little bit more distant. Exactly. You don't, so you don't want to be around. So you want to be peep. You want to be next to a, a, a water fountain that's constantly moving and mm. the water's still moving. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, you know, I, I, I always teach people with the difference between acidic 
and alkaline. It could be also positive energy, negative energy. Take two water fountains. One does have a water pump and one does. So here's the one with no water pump. Nobody treats it. So when you start getting all this uh, fungi, tadpoles, fungi, mm -hmm. all these other stuff that's smelling and everything. And it's just the same water. So over here, but over here you have the pump, you feed the water, you clean the water, and that water is beautiful to watch. So that's the difference. It's between, you know, acidic and alkaline and bad vibes and good vibes. Stay with, stay with the fountains that are constantly moving. Mm. Love That's it. A, yeah, you know. So you see people like that that are constantly out there doing something positive and then, hey, go over there, you know. Grab them and say, okay, where are you going they, tonight? Let's yeah, go out. They're like a magnet. They, yeah. they attract they're other attract. good positive vibes. Yeah. yeah. Like, our, like ourselves right here. You know, like I met you like, uh, how long ago was that? Maybe like... I don't know, like, Three months ago, two months ago. Well, yeah, I'm But yeah, here we are. Look at that. Mm. Because no matter where you are, what circle you're on, your vibe will take your tribe. It's just mm. the way it is. Nadia met like a year and a half ago, I think. Yeah. And automatically, we played that. Never forget her glasses. You know, she's mm. unforgettable in her fashion, so yeah. she stands out. So we just cool bit. A bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? So it's cool, you know. That, that's, that's all I teach, you know. That's, that's, what I'm trying to, that, that's what I'm trying to get out there. Entrepreneurship is great, this and that, but don't focus so much on, like, I'm doing this because I want a big house and expensive car. Focus because you want to be happy and you want the best life for yourself and the people that are around you. That's it. I love it. I would like to sum that up, man. So from what I learned from your talk just mm -hmm. now is you didn't focus on business. You didn't focus on money. What you focused on was your health and your happiness. Yeah. And from your health and your happiness, it just, that was the foundation of all your business. And right. From that, you've got a lot of abundance, a lot of return from that. Right. And so I always say this, and I'm going to say it again. How you do anything is how you do everything. So if oh, you focus right. on like being that. happy and mm -hmm. living well, then all the things that you touch will also be happy and well. Right. So that's my sum summation of this talk. I love it. That's, that's perfect. That's, that's perfect. Anything Nothing else, else to add? say. Um, yeah. And I think it's important just to be just to understand that being healthy doesn't have, even if you have a nine to five, you still have the choice of yeah. being healthy and making right. healthy choices and not getting three Starbucks cups that are 500 calories each every day. Right. You still have healthy choices you right. can make to stay happy and right. healthy and abundant and being able to do things because exactly. a lot of people have nine to fives and then they come home and they're mm -hmm. exhausted because mm -hmm. of the sugar and the caffeine and the unhealthy choices they made. And if they're, they don't make those choices and they start making good choices, they can come home and they can do a side hustle. They can spend time with their kids. Energy is important. It is. It is. And having energy is all about being healthy and making the right choices. It really exactly. is. Exactly. There's a lot of things we can't control, but it's a lot of things we could control. Yes. And whatever you could control, control it. Your health. You know, to take you know three days, four days a week to go walk in half an hour. You don't have to go to mm. a gym. You know, go stretch your legs, especially if you, if you work behind a computer all day long. Go stretch your legs three, four times, half an hour, so you need better choices than that. You know, like I always teach my, my clients, my, my friends, try to eat your biggest meal in the middle of the day, mm. not at nighttime. Or morning. Yeah, in morning. And that way you have the whole day to digest. At nighttime, if you want, maybe have a soup, something that your body can digest easily. Fast properly. Mm. You know, just yeah. little by little. Yes. Yeah. So you're not sleeping and digesting food because then you feel sluggish in the exactly. morning and you can't wake up. And it's it's all about making that one good choice yeah. and then mm -hmm. it becomes easier. Because making it daily. Yes. Exactly. It's not like, a, and that's why a lot of people feel this, okay, the next 30 days I'm going to do this. No. <laughs> Relax. Today, what am I going to do today? What's your next meal? 
You know, what, yeah. you, you what know, are you like, going to eat next? Where exactly. Are you and, and I'm holding my phone now. And with this technology right here, we can actually say, okay, you know, um, healthy foods near me. You know, things like that. Yeah, if you And it just time. comes up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can now we got Uber Eats, we got everything. So you don't really have no excuse anymore. So if you want something choice, start, get it delivered. Start with your next meal. Yeah, that's all it is. Start with your next meal. That's all. Because even if you work a nine to five, your health is 365. Exactly. Don't forget that, all right? 365. <laughs> 365. I like it. I like no it. Because don't we forget, no matter where you go, there you are. So please, people, take care of yourself, all right? Yeah, most definitely. And with that being said, Fabrizio, you got to come back. Oh, Fab the anytime. Vegan. Fab we, the vegan, we, we, we need some more Fab the Vegan. <laughs> oh, yeah, we do. That's what I'm talking about. All, all right. Awesome. All right. Thank you. Thank you for having me, guys. This of course, was, man. This was amazing. Always remember, people, you don't got to be the man. But you can always be the boss. We all. Yeah, yeah.